So how you feel about that? Woo, woo, woo. TSA booth sound like he might be gone. Let's start. Because, <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I mean, you know, I'm. I don't know. Uh-oh, he hurt y'all. He hurt. It was only a matter of time. It was it was only a matter of time. Only a matter of time. I knew he wasn't going to last long. I had hope. Just like you had hope. But, hello everyone. We might want to do an official introduction. Because <laughs> <laughs> we just like to get started and just, just talk. Slide in. I'm Mashawn D. Simon. And I'm Ashley Washington. And this is a new episode of Before Nine, the podcast. We still quarantined, uh, but I think we figured out some interesting things in our technology, so we're making this thing work. We did. Do we sound, do, well, Michonne sounded better last episode. Do I sound better? You sound really good. You sound really clear and crisp. Good. This, we we doing the dang thing. Mm. Hey, look at us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we ready. <laughs> so, yeah, when I move to uh, France after this with my rich Millionaire, billionaire. Hey, we can, we we'll, can do the podcast. We'll still from be anywhere. able to do this from anywhere. But yeah, TSA boo. You okay? <laughs> <laughs> don't look like that. I'm fine. I don't think he gone gone for real. I we'll do. see. I didn't think he was gonna be t- even talked about in this second episode. So I'm surprised that I thought he was just gonna just fade off into the background somewhere. We just forget about him. Mm-mm. I and. You know, I don't want people to think that I'm just like crazy big boy sex fiend, but he was doing the best the second time around. He he, he had gotten better than, <laughs> than that first episode. I, mm-hmm. yep. I was like, oh, okay. But then you was hating on um, Asian Bay. You don't like Asian Bay's backstroke? He, it, it, he was on the screen having sex for like 0.5 seconds. And you had the nerve than, to say that it was better than Lawrence. It was still I'm better like, than Lawrence. All right. It was. We can't start every episode reviewing insecure. Okay, well, okay, well, let's <laughs> let's let's go to the next subject then. I mean, it it was a better episode though. I will say that. Yes, I enjoyed this episode it was a, better episode. a lot more. Mm-hmm. It was a better episode. Yeah. Um. So, what are we doing today? I know we had talked about doing nine questions. Mm-hmm. Did you see my? Never mind. And since we didn't get what we had hoped we'd get, I thought we might want to talk about. Um, IG live challenge fail with Uncle what? Teddy and Uncle Uncle Face. That was not a fail. That was epic. Okay, the first I'm time. I'm talking was about a the fail. first time. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about the first time, but then we got to go to the second time. Yeah, we yeah yeah we can do that. So what you want to do first? I guess that we right? can do that and then go into questions. Yeah. Okay. So first time, yo, listen, I love social media. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't mind giving somebody the business Mm-mm. and they rate Teddy Riley through the coals <laughs> <laughs> be it they, for all the for all the feedback and the echoes the, and the sidekick <laughs> the hype man oh yo <laughs> Yo, yo, no. One of the best ones was not Carlton Banks. <laughs> would not Carlton Banks. And he was so quick. He I was, was like, how how are you turning this content out around so quick? He was so quick. <laughs> Bun leaving in the midst of all that fever. <laughs> <laughs> he you know, was so Bun, quick. Bun don't got a uh, high uh, patience she tolerance she level. No she way. She don't mind. She don't mind. She be bad. It don't take much for her. Yeah, that first time was epic fail. I actually forgot that it was happening. So you reminded time. me the first time. Oh, the first time. So you reminded me when you sent that text. And from the jump when I got in, I was like, I can't do this. Nope. I was like, and I wasn't even a minute in. And I was like, I can't do this. And I don't see how Babyface stuck it out and say, but. So have you seen the post afterwards that they were talking about the reason why he was having so much echo because of all the extra stuff he was trying to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so he was trying to capture all this footage. 
and so it was creating all that <coughs> creating all that feedback but um yeah but that second time it was it was and it still was a struggle at the beginning i was like lord help us please and it was a struggle at the end did you even see how it ended yeah yeah well folks couldn't get in i was glad we got in the club you know we slid on in that thing me and keisha had it on the big screen we was red yeah i had my drink yeah i'll be extra (laughs) yeah that's all we that's all we know how to do yeah i'll be over in vip while the rest of us be on the floor (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> elbow to elbow Child, we ain't got nothing else to do I might as well make it an event Mm-mm. and it was I, I did. I will say though I like that Teddy Riley took everything in stride like he came on at the beginning and was talking about the memes he said it at the end too and I just love that he like embraced it and yeah. and it, it, it really was like it was a special moment it was a really really special moment I still feel like he was still doing too much though like but I guess that's Teddy. Like, Teddy is just going to be extra and hypey and this whole, who is at my door? Somebody ringing that bell, honey. <laughs> you, I saw you trying to ignore it, too. He tried to ignore it, y'all. I was. I was. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> I actually wasn't sure at first. I was like, what is that? Who is at my door? Who is at my door? Amazon. Y'all probably right. Elvis done bought something. Child, who knows? We because we be getting packages after package. And I tell you, us been, too. It's ridiculous. We been, we been get. I told somebody, I was like, "There's no way that I'm gonna come out of this having saved any money." Because <laughs> <laughs> to buy stuff. I, I well, you know, I redone my whole office, mm-hmm. which looks great, by the way. And now we have created a list of all the extra stuff we want to do around the house. Mm-hmm. He has bought a patio set for the back. Um, patio oh, nice. and put it together like we love it we're living into the house and just getting projects done that we did not have the time or the money to mm-hmm. to do um so it's ridiculous it's ridiculous <laughs> but um so yeah y'all y'all just heard my doorbell ring sorry um what were we talking about oh we- teddy's um being extra He's just so extra. He was all right the second. He was all right on my, this past second time around. Whatever that day was. What was that, Saturday? It was mon- No, it was Monday. It was Monday? The second, the, the rematch was Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Monday. Monday. Monday, the 20th. I just felt like he was doing too much. Like, <clears throat> the moment he was like, you know, we always got to take it back to the club. And, you know, this is a club banger. And I know a lot of women don't got pregnant off these club bangers. And I'm like... <laughs> He Sir. had to bring it back. He had to make uh-uh. it relevant. Uh-uh. And some of his some of his um responses to Babyface just weren't solid enough for me. Like, you don't respond to red light special with zoom 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 and a boom boom. Just shake your own. <laughs> you just don't. I was you don't, with it. You don't respond to that. But he didn't he don't have the same type of hits. He doesn't. As I mean, he had hits. Like, let's be clear. Yeah, it's, just, it's just different. It's just different than Babyface. I do feel like though that Babyface's spread of hits is more diverse than Teddy's. Like Babyface is giving you not just ballads, not just soul songs, but he's giving you some club bangers. He's giving you some like fast, what? some slow. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I think Teddy was more diverse. I don't think so. I don't. Teddy had guy. Teddy had diverse talent. He had Michael Jackson. He had Michael Jackson. Yeah, like it was like he was all. I I don't know. He didn't spread genres the way that I feel Babyface did. What are you talking about? Uh I don't think so. I don't agree. That's why you ain't got to. Mm -mm. You're wrong. Actually, you're Mm, wrong. No, I just have a different (laughs) opinion than yours, and that Mm. is okay. Perfectly fine for you. Okay. You about as bad as my husband. You don't like losing. I ain't losing. Okay. <laughs> he okay, me, y'all. He okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> so how long did you all watch? The whole time. The whole two hours and however long it was on. And then at the end when it got messed up and Teddy got dropped and then they each did their own. I watched all of it. Yo, that guitar moment. Yeah. I... Lost it. You hear me? 
when he pulled out that guitar. Speechless. Done. Just uh, that was a moment. I was like, oh wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah, it was good. It I was, was like so good. I was like, he is about to pull out this guitar. He's literally playing it right now. Mm-hmm. He's it now sounded singing amazing. This, and that was probably the <laughs> best part to it. Like, it sounded like it was a recording mm-hmm. and it had pacing and it had mood to it. I was like, wow, babyface. Yeah. I was like, you totally did that. Yeah, he did do that. So I didn't come back afterwards with Teddy, but I hear Teddy pulled out a keyboard and started playing. He did. How was that? It was good. Better than the guitar. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. It it was too late at that point. Like it was just like babyface. Like, and the fact that he babyface probably didn't even think like, oh, I'm about to kill these niggas with this. Like right. it it was just like I'm gonna just play my guitar, and we was all like mind blown on the flow, flow slain yeah. in the spirit, like crying. Like it was it a was moment. Incredible. It was a moment. It truly was a moment. And I was like, and I had a moment when I was like, I'm sitting here. I like. I felt like I was in the room with Face. I was mm. like, I'm sitting here with Face while he is playing his guitar. Like, it was real. It was like life for me. I was like, this, I need to record this. Mm-hmm. I need to record this and hold on to this. I did also post a recording, but then I was like, I want this for myself. <laughs> As if there were not another 200,000 people who had right. the same experience. Right. A million, let them tell it. But I think it was like at one point it was like over five hundred k, which is probably why folks couldn't get in. Yeah. But then they said they recorded like four million people throughout yep. the whole throughout thing. the whole like, thing. That's so incredible. That is incredible. That is incredible. Like <clears throat> it's just blackness mm-hmm. at its finest. Mm-hmm. Like black creativity, black expression, support. Yes. Like, coming together it just yeah it was amazing it was great it was great um i and and better than like t-pain and little john for sure that was also good but it was really good it was better than t-pain and little john it was i think it was it was and not just because of the music it was it was just because it was like a thing like it was a whole thing it was a moment yep it was definitely a moment i did a lot i laughed it You've was, been doing a lot everything. of crying lately. What's going on? I hadn't been doing a lot of crying. Hmm. I hadn't told you I cried. You cried last weekend. When did I cry last weekend? Well, the weekend before last. Them birds are chirping their tail off. You yeah. must have your window open. Uh-uh, it's not open. They <laughs> Ooh, love to chirp. These they loud. birds love to chirp. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to compete with the call. No ambient sound. <laughs> Ain't no call. So. so I'm like, what y'all competing with? <laughs> um... Week before last, you cried. When I you was, what I do for that place in which we don't name. Uh huh. Oh yeah. 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 You it were, was, Yeah, you right. You I were, cried. You was a baby. I was a baby that whole weekend. Mm hmm. You right. I get that. You right. You I cried so cried. hard, you were dehydrated. Yeah. I was crying so hard, I had to get some wine. <laughs> Drink another wine, <laughs> wine, wine. So, <clears throat> are there any artists that we want to see next? Um, I, I don't, I, I don't think they would be. Like Keisha was saying, she would love for Missy to do it with somebody. Like, and I don't know if like the criteria is you have to be a producer. I feel like that's the criteria. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if yeah, like you said, artists against artists. Like I don't know who Missy would go up against, but Missy would. Will bump for sure. I mean, if you put a Missy with a Timberland together, even though they like friends and all, but I think that would be a good because then it would be a total vibe. Yeah, well, he produced all her stuff, so. I mean, but she produced a lot of stuff too. He produced a lot of her stuff, but then she also produced for a lot of artists, including Janet. She wrote for Mariah, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting to see Beyonce. I think she's what that would be like. Too. Apparently, there's a rumor going around that they're trying to get Diddy to go up against Dr. Dre. Is that who it is? Yeah. Well, you you missed it. You must have tuned out at this point. But on Teddy Riley's, Dr. Dre actually called Teddy or. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he called him because Teddy was on the, the live. He called Teddy and Dr. Dre was like live on. I probably totally not intentionally. That. But yeah, he 
And Dr. Dre said it. He was like, you know, they're trying to get me to um, do one. I think he might have said Diddy, but he said that, you know, they were trying to get him to do one, but he wasn't sure that was like his, his style. His like thing. he didn't know. So yeah, it was, yeah, he, he was on there saying it. So we'll apparently see. there's another one that's supposed to happen um, with Kilo Ali and DJ Kizzy Rock, which for those that are familiar with like Atlanta, Atlanta hip hop. Oh, Atlanta uh, hip hop. Yeah. <clears throat> like Kilo Ali, um, I'm gonna show you, you bust us like it's old Atlanta hip hop, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but Kilo is very much like represents the West Side. YDZ Kizzy Rock represents like the East Side, and so there. I hear, I think I saw somewhere on social media that there's supposed to be a battle between them, um, which a lot of Atlanta folk are probably gonna lose their mind over. Mm. They, Atlanta folk love Kilo. And Kizzy Rock, so. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it's anybody else I necessarily want to experience um, moving forward. Nah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'll come up with somebody interesting because I wouldn't have thought Babyface and um, Teddy Riley, like those two names wouldn't have just popped up in my head, but it was great, so. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Well. Thank you, Teddy and Face, for yes. your contribution to quarantine reality. Yes. It definitely was something to live through. Mm-hmm. That's, That's for damn sure. Yep. So maybe we should take a break and then come back with nine questions. Do you have nine questions? I do. You do? Mm-hmm. Good job. She do. She ready. We'll be back. All right. Well, let's do this. All right. I'm ready. (laughs) We're back. Before we get started, though, I do want to um, take a moment do a moment of silence for you, Ashley, because I saw your post earlier today of that you broke your favorite scissors. <laughs> I did. So we're just going to take a very brief moment of silence for you and the leopard scissors because I understand that that really may have hurt your heart. All right, enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> You're silly ass. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, Oh, I know she hurt. Broke on me. How did you break a pair of scissors? I've been working too hard. Oh wow! I've been working hard. That grip was strong, little mean grip. And they match your glasses. I was like, ooh, cute. Poor yeah. thing. Well, you think you can find them again? I probably can. You know, Amazon got everything, so yeah. I could probably find them on Amazon. Amazon has everything. That's a problem right now. They got too much stuff. Girl. I thought that earlier, I was like, if I ever leave this house, <laughs> if I ever. the amount of stuff, I'm talking about we have a move, like oh. the amount of stuff we have acquired in just the past month <laughs> since when we first moved in here, we might need two moving trucks. We got a lot of ish. Anyway, so we have not done this in a while. We thought we would do another round of nine questions. Nine whole questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll go first. I'll ask you first. Okay. Okay. First question. If you had to be on a reality show, which show would you choose and why? The Circle. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Speaking of which, <clears throat> pen, tangent, too hot to handle. If you haven't watched it, I think you might enjoy it. It's on Netflix. Okay. You might enjoy it. It's like a mix between The Circle and um, it's probably like The Circle um, what's that other show you like? What was the dating one you like? Oh, um, 
Love is Blind. Yeah, it's like a mix between The Circle, Love is Blind, and Survivor. Okay. <clears throat> I didn't think I would like it. I was really surprised that I sat and watched it. Um, but I got really got drawn in. I really got drawn in by this black couple who are on the show, show that they end up as a couple on the show. So I think you might like it. Okay. But The Circle. The Circle is probably something I would do, actually. The Circle is something I've thought about doing because I just signed up to get an application oh. to apply. <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. On the circle. I haven't filled yes. out the application yet, but I I got the email a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm really trying to decide if I really want to fill out the application. Um, Is it long? <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't really look at it. Um, I just got the notice saying, we would like for you, we thank you for your interest. We would like for you to apply. And so I said I probably would before the week is out. Okay. Um, but mostly because I just... It, it really drew me in, like, the ways in which people played the game. and But at the same time, those that were just genuinely themselves and how they were able to sort of get by in the efforts of the show or mm-hmm. the mission of the show. It, it, and then getting to know the characters, feeling like I was really getting to know the people and getting really drawn in made me really enjoy it, which is the same thing that happened with Too Hot to Handle. I really got drawn in to certain characters. So, the circle. Okay. Question number one for you. What is the best advice you have ever received? Mm. Best advice I've ever received. Oh, gosh. This should be easy because I don't get a lot of advice. I don't seek a lot of advice. Um, man, I stump you with my questions. Be yourself, just be yourself, and to go for it. Like, that's those are things that have gotten me where I am now is just mm-hmm. being myself and going for whatever I feel like, whatever I feel. Right. So yeah, that's probably the best advice I've gotten. Cool. Okay. What's been your favorite memory since being in quarantine? My favorite memory since being in quarantine Baking my mother's cream cheese pound cake. It is something that baking is something that I always wanted to do, but never felt confident doing Mm -hmm. because baking just comes so natural to so many other people in my family. And I just felt like it was a daunting task. And so as a result of, you know, losing my aunt and other things, I needed an outlet. And decided to give baking a try. And my mother gave me her recipe for cream cheese pound cake. And I took a shot. And it came out amazing. Um, and now I've baked like two more a cakes million cakes. Mm-hmm. I've only done four. It this seems is- like you've been baking like every single day. <laughs> like every day you send in a new picture of a new pound cake that you I made. Ha- I have baked four cakes since we started this quarantine four two have been disasters well <laughs> not complete disasters but they haven't come out as good as i wanted them to it's interesting every time i baked a cake that i wasn't happy with the next cake was a complete success so baking my mom's pound cake yeah what would you like for your tombstone to say mm. she did everything she was supposed to do. I thought she was going to say, she did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More or less. That's, that's the abbreviated version. She of did that. <laughs> yeah, if they can't afford all the letters, then they'll just shorten it to she did that. <laughs> They're going to be able to afford it because I'm going to leave a lot of money behind me, child. Yes. I'm taking all mine with me. <laughs> I'm writing a will to put it in the casket with me. When I die, I put my money in the grave. 
<laughs> I'm playing. I'm about to put you up on that one. You don't mm, know you that know one, was... do you? Mm-mm. <laughs> you'll, 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 you'll be knowing. I put you on. I'm, I'm too old for all that. Your turn. Oh, it's my turn to ask you. Um, you may or may not have already answered this question just now, but what's something you have always wanted to learn how to do? There, there are two things that come to mind. Baking the cake is one, but learning to play the piano. Hmm. And since we have a piano in our house. And you got some. And I got time. Right. I might learn how to play the piano. But yeah, those are the two things that come to mind almost immediately for me. Baking from scratch and playing the piano. Ten years from now, you plan to what? I plan to be a millionaire. Period. Period. Let me hold twenty dollars. I got you. Thanks. Let me hold twenty thousand dollars. I got you. <laughs> I'm speaking that. Let's, I got you. I can invest. Let's keep going. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us something we'd be surprised to know about you. Ooh. I think I may have said this before. I am terribly shy. I am terribly, terribly, like, anxiety attack shy. Especially when it comes to speaking in front of people. I get deathly sick to my stomach Hmm. um, just before any speaking moment or meeting new people or meeting or being like before an audience. Mm -hmm. I'm terribly, terribly, terribly shy. And most people don't believe that. Yeah, I do remember you saying that and I do remember saying that. I don't believe you. Whatever. You don't have to. (laughs) What is one thing you cannot live without? So much so that others might consider it an addiction. Hmm. I don't think there's anything on that scale that I would, like if I went without it, that people would consider it an addiction. But, oh, God, I don't know. I don't know, Michonne. My phone? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, not even Pepper. Oh, my Pepper. Pepper's my dog. Um, Your fur baby. Yeah, she's my baby. I guess. I was thinking about, like, you know, a phone, my vibrator. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered if he would come up. Well, he might be up there, actually. <laughs> It'll be a problem. <laughs> side note, side note, I've been watching 90 Day Fiance like a, a crazy person since I've discovered it in my state of quarantine. <laughs> And one of the the subjects on the show, she comes from Thailand. And so she's in L.A. with her fiance and they go into a sex shop and she's never been in a sex shop. She was like, in Thailand, this would be illegal. Like I would go to jail. And I'm assuming she'd never seen a dildo before. So wow. she's like looking at it in awe. She was like, wow, women, they don't even need men sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, girl, girl they don't. <laughs> You got it now. You're in America now, sis. <laughs> oh, Lord. I wonder how many she ended up buying after that yeah. episode. <laughs> she, she just she got a whole collection now. Yeah. Anyway, that was a sidebar. Is it my turn to ask you a question? It's that was turn. funny. That was funny. Um, What's your most embarrassing moment? Hmm. Next question. I'm Mm-mm. just playing. You can't throw this at me as I did that to you the last time. Most embarrassing moment. I think I talked about this before. Did you? The moment I shitted on myself in the elevator. I never <laughs> no, talked about no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> I never told you about this. <laughs> Girl. So, yeah, I 
I don't know how old I was, maybe 12, maybe 13. And so there are levels to why it was so embarrassing. But it actually turned out <laughs> to be um, um, a pretty fruitful experience as a result of that. So I was on a trip with some people from, if if people I grew up with hear this, they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I went on a trip to... Chattanooga maybe with some people from my church that I grew up with and on the trip I got very very sick with a stomach bug like really really bad um, this really bad and violent stomach flu and was on my way to my room or leaving my room trying to catch up with people and passed gas on the elevator <laughs> and as a result shitted myself mm-hmm. on the elevator um, and I was so embarrassed one because I shitted myself <laughs> on an elevator <laughs> <laughs> around people I knew and did not know mm. but second because I had a crush on one of the boys on the trip like I had this really terrible crush on this guy um, and he was fine. We were teenagers, but he was fine for a teenager. He was like 17, 18 years old, dark skin, body, football player, mm. masculine, just. And here I was, this, I had this little puppy dog crush and <laughs> shitted on myself mm-hmm. on the elevator. But what ended up happening was because I had gotten so sick, um, I was in a room with him and two other guys and one of the nights during the trip, um, he took care of me. He took care of me that night. Um, cause afterwards I was pretty much in the bed for like the next two or three days. They were out sightseeing and stuff and I couldn't go out cause I was just so sick. And, um, he took care of me. Like we'll come back to the hotel with, with crackers and ginger ale and stuff for me. Um, you really fell in love then, huh? Girl, it was a it was a mess after that. Um, one night he even slept in the bed with me. Oh wow! Um, it wasn't it was cuddly, but it wasn't so much cuddly. It wasn't like we were cuddling. It wasn't like we were spooning. But he took care of me. Like he took he took he took ownership of me, if you will, if like a little brother. But because I had this crush on him that he didn't know I had this crush on him, I was just sort of like really eating it up. Yeah. <laughs> You sure you wasn't sick after the first day? The last two days you was milking it, huh? Girl, I was sick. <laughs> Girl, it was coming out of all the ends. It was mm, so bad. Mm. I think we figured out that I ended up just having food poisoning somewhere we stopped on the way to Chattanooga. Um, it was for like a Amory Church YPD conference or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was my most embarrassing moment. Speaking of shitting yourself... Mm-mm. Name a moment that scared you so bad you thought you would shit yourself. Oh. <laughs> um. Gosh, there wasn't. A, a, there's not a particular moment that that I'm thinking of right now. But there was a time. <laughs> there was a time in my teenage years where, after I had read the Book of Revelation, oh. I was on edge for like a year of my life <laughs> thinking the Lord was going to come back at me <laughs> stop laughing let me get it out so I like so for like a year of my teenage life any like loud noise airplanes you thought like, it was it. You... I thought it was over with oh, that's this is the moment. Oh, the Lord's coming. Yep, he back. Oh, this is so funny. <laughs> so, like, there were, like, times in that, like, year where I was just, like, like <laughs> heart beating fast, just skate, like, just thinking this was it. You were on edge. I was on edge. Oh, that was so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up, I was told never to read Revelation. I was forbidden to read Revelation. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I was forbidden to read Revelation <coughs> because it is so apocalyptic mm-hmm. that I was told to never read it. 
<laughs> and I understand why. Cause mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't read. I I can tell you the last time I read it. When you are a certain age, reading that stuff, you see what happened to me. It'll rattle you. That's funny to me. My <laughs> God, that was so funny. Um, question number six. Wait, what? it's my turn to ask you a question. Oh yeah, you're right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, what's a dream you've never said out loud? If you're comfortable with sharing a dream, like a desire that I w- something that you want, mm-hmm. a desire, a dream, something you see for yourself. That I've never said out loud. Hmm. I don't know. There is- Did you just hear my stomach? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One dream. Apparently my stomach has a dream <laughs> to get some food. that he wants to say out loud. About dinner time. Um, I wonder what it is for dinner. Anyway, a dream that I have that I've never said out loud. I don't think there is one. And I say that because while I may have never said it out loud to like a crowd, most of my dreams I have said to someone in my life that I trust. Mm -hmm. So I don't think. Hmm. I don't think there is one. That's good. That's great. Yeah. I don't know if there is one. Yep. So. Uh, which one of your parents gives the best advice? Oh, gosh. They both give great advice. And I think they give they give they give good advice equally. Hmm. My dad my dad probably gives advice less frequently. Really? Mhm. But when he does, it's um it's usually emotional for me. Mm. And I don't I don't know why. Like I'll be on the phone crying and sometimes he won't even most of the times he don't even know I'll be crying. I don't think he actually ever knows. Um but yeah, usually when my dad gives advice, because my dad isn't a big talker. Mm, to be a and, preacher. Yeah, oh yeah, when he preaches, that's something different. But yeah, like in in everyday practice, he's not like a big talker. He definitely talks, but um, yeah, when usually when he gives advice, I usually go to my dad for like big life things, which mm-hmm. maybe is why I be ended up crying on the phone. Plus, I love my daddy. Yeah. And he's really wise and... But my both my parents get great. My mom is like I talk to my mom every day, so she give me advice every day about something. Wow. Um, or I'm talking to her or talking through something with her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's equal. That's beautiful. I watched one of your dad's virtual services recently. Oh, you did? I did. I did. It was. It I. I was clear as to why I had not in the past, because I think I've produced in one way or another a certain relationship to your parents like distantly Mm -hmm. um and so i was sort of hesitant to have your father as a pastor experience Mm -hmm. and also because as a preacher i can sometimes be really critical of other preachers Mm -hmm. um and so i didn't want to have that moment but sunday was it this Sunday? You had shared one of the posts. Yep, it was this past Sunday. And I said, I, I just want to experience this. And so I sat for like 15 minutes and watched. And I was like, this is good. This is really good. I hate I hate that I didn't get a chance to like really, really invest a lot of time and energy into it. Because I was already in the space of preparing for our, or do or doing stuff around hours. Mm-hmm. And it made me say, okay, I need to come back and experience this again. But I was glad I did it. It was good. 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 I'm good. glad you did that. Yeah. It was That's good. That's cool. Yeah. Is it my turn? It is your turn. To ask. Okay. Um, what's something, and I feel like I know, well, I thought when I thought about this question, I thought about a possible answer for you. What's something or someone that's making you laugh right now? Hmm. Uh, there's several things making me laugh right now and it's partly just because 
my friends are making me laugh right now. And it's because we're distant because of this distance between us, because of what we're dealing with in the pandemic. Um, I'm being very intentional around who I stay in touch with or who I stay connected with. Um, and the reasons behind, like I've been intentionally talking to certain friends to a certain extent because I sort of anticipate how they will be in the midst of this versus other friends. Mm-hmm. And so just like random group text conversations are making me laugh in ways that probably would not have made me laugh as intensely before, mm-hmm. but it's because I've been intentionally trying to be connected to them in a different kind of way but also social media is making me laugh like twitter black twitter is giving me my life right now (laughs) black black twitter is in a lot of ways a saving grace um because people are just being silly right now like not all of them because there are some people who are very much reacting as if we are living out the book of revelation (laughs) (laughs) shade (laughs) not too much shade palm tree shade (laughs) but um yeah black twitter what did you think i was gonna say you kind of you kind of said it social media but i was thinking about the little um the little old white man in uh tennessee oh leslie jordan Mm mm-hmm well shit (laughs) what are y'all doing (laughs) Screwing. <laughs> Mom, I'm talking to my friend. <laughs> he is so good. He's so good. He is so good. I haven't watched him in like the past two or three days. Okay. Um, And I don't know why. Yesterday I didn't, because like there's a period of time in every day where like I really, really sit down and invest time and energy into social media. Mm-hmm. Like some of us, you know, we flip during the day on social media, but I've noticed since this pandemic started that there are times in the day where I am just solely just like looking at Instagram or looking at Twitter or looking at TikTok. And I haven't done that in the past couple of days last night because I was making another damn cake. (laughs) Um, That cake is so good. Um, Child, if I was one eating right, I would be tempted to drive up and get me a slice. Girl, it's so good. Sock it to me. Sock it to me pound cake. Um, so last night was that, and I don't know what was going on the other nights. Well, one night I was in here doing something in the office. So the past few days I've been occupied with other things and haven't been on it as much. Um, question number seven, Ashley, when you were 13, you were what? Hmm. When I was... 13 I was I'm trying to think about what I was doing I was in high school I was probably trying to figure myself out like middle school to maybe like ninth grade which would I would have been 13 I was just trying to figure myself out Hmm. I got into a groove in high school like sophomore through senior year where I was like class vice president for three years and wow like i had my tight knit uh tight knit group of girlfriends it was the black girls we were all in in the ap classes together so we stuck together and like we was running shit but yeah i think like middle school (coughs) to like ninth grade i was still trying to like figure myself out Hmm. Mm -hmm. okay yep um when you were a child what did you want to be when you grew up? When I was a child, have you seen my childhood? <laughs> um, I wanted to be a writer. Hmm. I wanted to be a writer when I was a child. So you always wanted to do that. <clears throat> it is what came natural to me. Okay. It was the one thing that I knew when I, when I was a kid. I was a lot more creative in my writing than I am today. I wrote a story about a um a volcanic rock named Ignatius that comes to life. I remember this story. Hmm. Um I love I was so proud of myself after I wrote that story. 
now I can't find that manuscript to save my life. <laughs> um, but I, I wrote poetry all the time. I was just really highly creative in a way that I haven't been, that I feel like I haven't been since. Um, I don't feel like my writing today has the, some of my writing, but not all of my writing has the creativity and just reach for the stars type um, of experience that it did when I was a kid. So writing, I always wanted to be a writer. Um, which would you rather do? Pass gas silently in a crowded elevator or pass gas out loud in a quiet room? So this is funny because you told your story about the elevator <laughs> passing gas. So this is just, this is amazing the way this is all come together. So crazy. Um, I would rather pass gas loudly in a, in a, in a, in a you gotta get it out because you know really? it's like there's a certain fulfillment out of passing gas and like if i gotta do it silently like i gotta focus like i gotta you gotta work for it. it yeah i gotta like squeeze it out slow let the air out come slowly but if i'm if my I, I could just just go and get it over with <laughs> get it out just let it stank, rip it's stank i ain't gotta be like oh you know. <laughs> Because, you know, they say the, the, the silent ones are the deadly ones. They so are the like, deadly ones. And I got to be paranoid. Somebody going to smell it. Mm-mm. Just let me pass gas loud by myself in my room. I'm surprised by that. Really? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm very surprised by that. Hmm. Um, Last question for you. What do you love most about yourself? Hmm. What do I love most about myself? My mind. I love that I am smart. And what I mean by that is I love, I consider myself to be someone who is capable of um, analytically and deductively thinking things through and reasoning through things. Um, And I think that comes with a certain level of um, intelligence and maturity. And so I love how smart I am. A lot of people think would think that that's pretty arrogant, but I like the fact that I'm smart. I also recognize that it is also my biggest burden because I think so much. Um, but the other reason why I, I like that I'm smart um, is a conversation that I had with my therapist recently where she pointed out, I didn't realize I was doing it, but I was talking through the stages of my morning since my aunt passed and the things that I was doing to sort of get beyond the moment. So like designing, redoing my office was a part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Baking these cakes is a part of that. And she said to me, um, that is impressive and commendable that you are smart enough um, and aware enough to do that work. And to find a certain level of balance and freedom. And I was like, oh, that's what I was doing. Like, I didn't connect to it in the moment. I was just, I just knew I needed it. Um, And so she was like, that's really smart. And I was like, oh, I'm smart. Like, granted, <laughs> I know I'm smart. But it was one of those moments when I was, like, really proud of myself for how smart I am. So I like that I'm smart. That's good. Final question. Are you ready? I am. Name something you vowed you would never do, but have ended up doing it anyway. Ooh. I don't really say I'll never do this. I'll never do that. It's kind of like regrets. Like I don't really have any regrets. Um, One recent thing that I said I wasn't going to do that I've been doing nonstop is making these masks, these fabric masks. <laughs> I told Nikisha outright, no, I'm not making them. <laughs> and here we are. I mean, it's been a blessing, so I'm you, glad that I am. Because you've been selling out every week, haven't you? Yep, every week, a couple times a week. So, yeah, that's that's one recent thing that I said I wasn't going to do that I've been doing all it, the time. It has taken over your life. It has, yeah. I'm proud of you, though. Thank you. You're doing a damn thing. 
you know, that just goes to show you and your creativity and being aware enough of a need mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> in an unfortunate time, but a need nonetheless. Right. That's vision. That's a visionary right there. Thank you. You are a visionary. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Nine questions. I always love our nine I question do experiences. Too. I really do. We learn so much more about each other, but then also um, beyond just learning so much about each other, it's, it's fun to, I have a lot of fun in the process of like seeing you react. <laughs> you do. You get too much enjoyment out of that. I do. <laughs> Like the fact that you don't mind letting one go in a quiet room. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm surprised that you thought I was going to be like quiet. No. Mm-hmm. Truly thought you would. Too much work. Hmm. That brings up another question that I say for the next time we do nine okay. questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Whew. Fun. So, do you have a quote? I ain't got one. I meant to ask you before. Do you have one? I have one. Ooh. I do. Here we go. So, being that this week, at the time that we're recording this episode, is the four-year anniversary since the death of Prince, I thought that we would highlight some words that he has left us with. So, in the immortal words of Mother Teresa and Prince Nelson, peace begins with a smile I only want to see you laughing in the purple rain mm, I love that <laughs> bye y'all